Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Positive media is our mission, and we get down and dirty into the truth and straight to real talk. It has been a wet two weeks here in Jacksonville, Florida, and I got to tell you, I don't know about you guys, and I, I, I'm, I'm getting a little tired of the rain. I hope this rain brings in uh, my favorite season of cold weather. However, it has been wet and nasty for two, going on two weeks right now and uh it is it is a mushy mushy mess i am sitting in the studio here with mud on my shoes and socks and pants but you know what i am here for you to bring you again on another beautiful tuesday night the real talk with robert simmons show and as you guys know tonight's topic is really 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 juicy and i like to say things are juicy because when we squeeze it tight and it bursts I like everybody to get some of it. So tonight, you know, the topic is the art of thinking core and how to change it. I was talking to someone earlier today, and they said, well, what is the art of thinking core? I said, well, you got to tune in tonight because while a lot of people don't believe that thinking core is an art, I got news for you. It is. It's a bad art. It's a bad art. But before we go into any of that, we're going to go with our wonderful Wiggum Report, and we'll be right back after this. Good evening, everyone. My name is Alacy Wiggum, bringing you your Wiggum Report. Um, tonight, I have a couple stories that I want to talk about, and they're all kind of strange, so I thought it would be fun to do, you know, just a set of strange stories tonight. Um, the first one is about a 19-year-old South Florida woman who's now facing charges after deputies found her five-month-old child in her vehicle's trunk. Um, she was laying on a pair of hedge clippers and surrounded by dangerous objects, including a gas can. Um, basically what happened was that she was going to be pulled over by the police and um, her baby was not in the car seat. So she had her 14-year-old passenger, um, you know, pull down the back seat. You know, you can pull down the back seat of your car and reach inside of your trunk. Uh, well, mm-hmm. she had that 14-year-old passenger to pull the seat down and place the baby in the trunk. And no so, way. 
of course, the baby cried uncontrollably. The baby's five months and is in a dark, scary place. And she basically, you know, she would have just gotten a ticket for not having a car seat, but now she faces charges on child abuse for putting the baby in the trunk to try and avoid a ticket for not having a car seat. And now she um, is jailed on $7,000 bail. Well, I must say she deserves uh, to be exactly where she is. And I usually have a lot of compassion on mothers with babies because I know it's hard. Uh, I'm not I'm not even going to assume she was a single mother, but, however, she is definitely a crazy mother for putting a baby in the trunk, and I believe everyone yeah. can agree with me on that one. Really? I mean, just take the ticket, ma'am. <laughs> like, <laughs> you made it worse for yourself. Now you got this on your record. You got a $7,000 bond, and... It's not worth it. I mean, if you didn't have a car seat, okay, but now you just made it worse for yourself. So moving right along, um, a lady in San Francisco drove for 12 blocks with a traffic officer on the hood of her car. No. Um, Yep, yep, yep. This is is amazing. You know what it is? A San Francisco woman faces charges of assault with a deadly weapon and a misdemeanor hit and run after she allegedly struck a traffic officer who was issuing her a citation. Then she drove 12 blocks with the man on the hood of her car. According to KTVU, which is an affiliate in the San Francisco area, the officer told investigators that he saw the woman take a street sweeping ticket from another car and place it on hers. He walked up to give her a ticket. Then the woman stepped on the gas, striking the motorcycle of the police officer and the police officer leaving the lot. The officer held on to the car. Um, The woman said that the officer asked her to do things instead of giving her a citation, which led her to believe that he was posing as a meter maid. The woman also said that he asked for her phone number and and she felt sexually harassed and fled out of fear. She said she didn't mean to hit the officer. Of course, the officer is denying the allegations, but the police department, they are taking these allegations seriously and doing an investigation. I guess the question is, do you think this is true or false, whether he was coming on to her and she was scared or whatever? Uh, I mean, if she was moving a ticket, it sounds like she was trying to do something fraudulent from the beginning, but innocent to proven guilty. But well, well, I I will go and say this, and I'm not going to dig into it too deep. In light of all the police corruption that we have been seeing sweeping across the nation right now, um, there may be more to this to the story. I mean, I do believe she took very extreme measures, but who knows? Maybe she was really really scared. <laughs> I mean, we 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 don't know. And uh, I'm, well, they I'm did have a witness who said that she did look visibly shaken. Um, so there was a witness who said that she was visibly upset and visibly shaken. So I don't know, it's a possibility. It could be true. Yeah, he could have been a little dirty, nasty cop. He could have been. Not all cops are like that, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, there That's are true. those who are out there making it uh, a, a little uh, messy, blurred lines for the rest of us. So, yeah, we don't, we don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so my next story is about a woman who was arrested and gave a fake name and the name she gave was of a wanted person. So I think this story is actually kind of hilarious because basically in Boston, a woman was about to be given a citation 
for smoking in a non-smoking area. She allegedly tried to avoid any penalty by giving a fake name and a fake date of birth. Okay, um, the arresting officer uh, looked up that name and found out that the name and the date of birth matched a wanted person. And there were several warrants out for this person's arrest. Um, although the officer uh, informed the woman of the arrest warrant, she did not reveal that that was not her. She didn't. She even played it to the end. She didn't tell them, oh, well, see, that's not me. Here's my ID. No. She, <laughs> she, she played that it. name. <laughs> She's not a um, She went through the entire booking process using the new assumed name. Uh, you know, she was booked. Um, she ended up being booked under her real name, you know, after they figured out it wasn't her. And um, they, all, they charged her with uh, giving a false name to the police. So she made it harder for herself. Same thing with the chick, you know, with the baby in in the trunk. You were just going to get a citation for smoking in a non-smoking area, but you lie and you go to jail. (laughs) You know, and I I wonder why why this happened. We did a show about, uh, I'm going to say about five episodes ago, where we did on um, the fear of people in the community with the police officers. And it just, sometimes I wonder is there a connection between absurd uh, behavior? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a very very short story. It's a guy I grew up with. I don't want to say his name on the air, but it begins with an A. <laughs> and we were living in the Arlington area here in uh, Jacksonville, and the police came to the door, and they were basically asking questions like, uh, "Have you seen this person in the neighborhood?" And uh, I'm going to use a anonymous name, and he, and the police was like asking about somebody else. He's like, uh, 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 no, I'm, I'm James Woods, and this guy was like, what? <laughs> so you know, James Woods, that's Family Guy. <laughs> it is Family Guy. I was just using an ex- uh, the name, but this is, this is a real story that actually happened. And this guy had, he, you know, had never been arrested, never been in handcuffs that I know of, never been in any type of trouble with the law, but it's just funny when uh, cops and things like that come around. People uh, really, really, really do get nervous. And like I said, that's something that we'll probably talk about in another show. But you never fail us every Tuesday night with the hashtag Wiggum Report. You're going to stick around <laughs> with us, hopefully, because we're going in on the art of thinking poor and how it is twisting the community, black, white, yellow, brown, no matter who you are. If you don't think right, you're going down the wrong path. And we are going to try to get to the bottom of that tonight, right after these messages. Facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is CL Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is their number one priority. For more information on CLL Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904-353-4434. Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM afternoon show for Laser Loft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laser Loft. 
4372 Southside Boulevard, or give them a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and a lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. And we are back after the great commercial break. And tonight, the topic is the art of thinking poor. Uh, so, Ms. Wiggum, you are still here with me. I want to start off uh, very slow with this because I get, I get excited and beside myself when I start <laughs> things, talking about the, the, the thought process and the way people think when it comes to life. And I know from experience and guys, you can practice practice this, everyone that's that's listening, that when you start to think negatively, you begin to attract negative things in your life. And the topic is the art of thinking poor. And someone actually got into the debate with me today when they saw it, and they said, well, Robert, how, how is it the art of thinking poor? How the art of thinking poor? I said, you know, it's just the opposite of the art of thinking uh, rich. And when I, when I say poor, I mean lifestyle, I mean health-wise, I mean money-wise, especially money-wise. Um, you're not going to sit here and convince me that the wealthy thinks like the same person that lives in a poverty neighborhood. You're not going to tell me that their thought mindset is the same. And then, you know, I had those people that well, Robert, listen, you know, um, some of us have just been dealt a bad hand in life. And true, a lot of us have been born on opposite sides of, of, of the spectrum, and I totally agree with that. But I sat in my mother's house about a week and a half ago, and I saw the video of, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's basically a torso and, and a head. He has no arm, no legs, and this guy is out getting it, living a better life than I see some people in perfect health, perfect body functionality. Because his mindset is not that of a poor person. And I'll never forget, when I was younger, um, one of my first motivational books that I read was a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this book specifically talked about the, the thought process, the mind process. And it even mentioned, like, scriptures for those of you that are listening that are Christian. You know, a lot of times we take this uh, scripture for granted or, or the wrong way that says, whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. And, you know, if you let that marinate for a while and you say, well, whatsoever a man thinketh, so he is he. Exactly what is it that, what, what does that mean? And if you was to sit down and look over your life, my life as well, I don't exclude myself from this. And I said, well, here I am at this point in my life, you know, what have I done wrong? What What's one thing that I can point out about myself that I've done wrong? And, you know, as I do more and more research, I realize it's my thinking 
stinking thinky. And I don't mean to get religious on everybody, but even in the Bible, for you guys that are Christians, it does say there must first be a willing mind, first. You can't do nothing without without a mindset to do it. I believe poverty is directly linked to poor. There was a uh, clip from YouTube that I wanted to upload, and I, I wasn't able to upload it today. But in this clip, they explain how on a national level, I'm sorry, not a national, just worldwide in America, the thinking process, how it's killing us in the school system from kids uh, watching TV, I'm going to assume, whatever the, whatever the case may be. And once again, we did a show a while back on the media and how it affects us. So I think this is all, all these shows that are actually coming together. But one of the biggest issues is we let negative thoughts run rampant. And I have some things written down that I want to point out, and this is a little uh, early in the show for me to do that. But I just want to everyone to take the time tonight, and this is to me, this is going to be more of a serious show, I'm, and I'm going I'm to try to stay calm, so if I get out of the way, this way going to keep me calm, because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very, very, very passionate about it, because I do, I know, I know someone's going to call in, they're going to come in with a, uh, how can I say this without, a, uh, I don't want to say liberal, but they're going to come with a, you know, the the, the disenfranchised people. Robert, what what about the children? <laughs> you know, and it's like it's all about the children. That's why you get seriously to start changing the mindset of these kids and and get their mind on track. Do you realize that most of us, by the time we're eighteen, we're already in debt? And that, that's that's insane. You know, we 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 grow up. Thinking uh, mentality, I heard Jim Rohn say this. Um, yeah, I believe it was Jim Rohn. He said a lot of us in uh, impoverished neighborhoods grow up to spend, then save. The wealthy teaches their children to save, then spend. And we have a lot of financial problems from our early age that puts us back. By the time we're 30, if we don't correct our mindset, you know, and a lot of people, they get mad at this one percenters. You hear people, like, one percenters, they're rich. Uh, you, you you had to get rich by doing something wrong. And I was like, no, no, there's, 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 they didn't do anything. Not everyone did everything wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are some very crooked people. But there are some crooked people that are poor. I don't want to hear anybody call into that. I might just hang up on you tonight. <laughs> but I'm going to try to be nice. Well, Ms. Wiggum, what, what is your take on this? Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad you ended where you did end because at first I'm like, where is he going with this? <laughs> when you were saying, you know, the poor, uh, you know, it's it's a mindset. I'm pretty sure people don't wake up wanting to be poor. You know, they do want something else in life. But the last statement that you made in terms of what. The, as far as the thought process or the preparation, you know, um, there are a lot of people who wonder why these families are old money. I always talk about old money versus new money. You look at the Rockefellers versus the Diddies, you know, and the <laughs> thing about it is as a culture, 
and not just African American, the, the just a culture in general, we look at things, possessions as a sign of being rich. There was a study done that the average rich man has a $500 suit. That's their business suit. That's their power suit. That's the suit they go and close deals in. But you see these people nowadays because Jay-Z and Beyonce had a song about Tom Ford, they got to have Tom Ford suits. And these are thousands of dollars of suits that they want to have. And they're going in the poorhouse to look and listen, to look like, what they hear on the radio. And so you you find that, that I, that's what I define as a poor mindset. A poor mindset is not about being like a squirrel and stacking up nuts for the winner. It's about being flashy and popping bottles and doing this when income tax time come around. But then when it's time for Christmas, you ain't got nothing to buy for your kids. So uh, that's what I, my definition of the art of thinking poor is, is that it's not about you really thinking about what you can do now for later. You're thinking about what you can do now to impress your friends. Another thing, because I know I'm going on and on, but another thing that mm-hmm. irritates me is on social media, you find people who I'm team no sleep, I'm hustling, I'm doing this. I feel like that's the art of thinking poor. Because if you truly, if you truly had the uh, mindset of actually working toward a goal, you wouldn't have time to even think about you talking about the business deals that you're about to close or the things that you're really going to do. You'd be focused on trying to close these deals rather than trying to make someone jealous of the fact, because it's the only reason why you're posting about it. You're only posting about it because you want somebody to say, dang, she's doing her thing or he's doing his thing. You're not posting these things because you're truly excited about it. You want somebody to envy you. And so I just feel like that, in fact, is the art of thinking poor. You don't see people like Bill Gates or whatever posting (laughs) about, yeah, just got another mail. You know, no, you don't. (laughs) So uh, that's that's my idea of, of the topic. I recently uh, went to a, a seminar and they broke down the way uh, a wealthy person thinks and a broke person mm-hmm. thinks. And I'm just going to, I'm going to read a, a very, very, very uh, short list. And I'm going to say how the broke person thinks and how the wealthy person thinks. And the first thing they started off with uh, a broke person dreams, right? Mm-hmm. A wealthy person has goals. <laughs> a broke right. person will find a better job. A wealthy person will start a business. A broke person saves. A wealthy person invests. A broke person worries about net worth. A wealthy person worries about cash flow. Uh, a broke person tries to pay off debt. A wealthy person looks for leverage. Um a broke person uh, believes in appreciation. You know, we like to go out and buy cars and rims, everything that appreciates the minute we drive it off the lot. A wealthy person uh, looks for passive income. And like you were saying, a broke person looks rich, and the wealthy person looks poor. And that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you look like a bum. When they say look poor, meaning that uh, when they look at your income, th- there's ways. I said 
uh, this class and talk to them. They may look regular. To... They're going to look like a regular right. person. Yeah, but but there's, there's, there's a way to make yourself look normal financially speaking, but be, but be very, very wealthy. And these are just some key points that I learned in this workshop that, you know, when you hear people, it's, I guess it's hard if you're in a community. The only thing I, say, I don't agree with I mean, I agree with majority of the things that you said. The only thing that I don't agree with is when it says a wealthy person starts a business and the broke person looks for a better job. I, I can't agree with that because a smart person will do both. The reason why well, I say well, that. Well, I mean, go ahead. I'm listening. The reason why I say that, there are so many dream chasers out there, are goal chasers out there who have a goal in mind. And if you're religious, because I am, I'm a Christian, um, you know that what God has for you is for you. What you may want for yourself is probably not what God wants you to do. And it may not be what God wants you to do if, it, if the doors aren't opening for you. But God doesn't want you to be a fool. He doesn't want you to quit your job and say, I'm finna be a wealthy person, I'm gonna think like a wealthy person, and I'm finna start me a business. No. He wants you to be smart. Why don't you take the time to work that nine to five and then the time that you are not working, you work on that business and then you work no, no, on that no, business no. as long as it's not a conflict of interest and until you get to a point where it's lucrative, then you can quit that nine to five job and make that business full time. But there are some people who think that saying that I'm a hustler, I'm grinding, I'm doing this sound smart. No, sir, you sound broke, and you sound crazy well, if you're not making well, money off your business and so you don't have income. I, I, I would go as far to say this, is that, I mean, I, I'm going to agree with you and disagree with you at the same time, because I have uh, talked to wealthy people that said, you know, a lot of times their job or what they were doing, their nine to five where they were making good money was a crush. Now, you do have the cat that's saying, you know, I'm going to just step out, I'm going to do a hustle, but the truth be told, let, let's, let's be honest about those hustlers. They're not really hustling. They're not really on their grind. You see them more in the clubs than you see them out grind. I, I, I mean, I still you have know. to disagree because I just really feel like if you're intelligent enough, you're going you, to – I mean, I'm not saying you're going to work your nine to five forever, but you're not going to be irresponsible enough to disregard responsibility. You may have children. You may have a household. It is selfish of an individual to not think of those things. Because it's not just you. So you do need well, to have some kind of income to support those children. Yes, you may want to create a better life for those children. But what about now? It, it's you, know, up, you, you decide have to, to close, have those close. children. Huh? You have to come close to the edge, but I mean, you have laid a, a great uh, foundation oh, for, for a debate tonight. <laughs> the number is no, no, no. You're good. You're good. The number is six four six five nine five twenty four ninety. Again, that is six four six five nine five twenty four ninety. Call us and let us hear from you. So I'm going to uh, go to the phone lines and, and and just see what the people are saying. Go ahead, uh, caller. You're on the air. What's your name? Where are you coming from? Hello, Robert. My name is Sasha, and I am from Florida. Hey, Sasha. How are you? I am doing fabulous. And I love this topic that you brought up tonight, and I am so excited that someone somewhere is talking about the power of your thoughts because this is something that I discovered more recently in my life, but as I look back over my life, I see that I have created the life that I want by my thoughts. 
And nobody can tell me anything differently because I know the thoughts that I've thought in my head since a child, and I see them unfolding. And the the great thing about this is that I, I was listening to Earl Nightingale today, um, and he is a, just a great person to listen to. He's a phenomenal phenomenal. Yes, he's amazing. And, and everyone who's listening, I encourage you to go listen to it. It's on YouTube. It's called 19 Minutes That Can Change Your Life. And in this in this film, he gave an excellent example, and he was saying that this is how you create your life, essentially. This is what, hap- what happens. I understand circumstances and all that, and I'm going to touch on that in a second. Robert, I promise I'm not going to take up all your time tonight. But I no, think no, take to your time. Take your time. He says this is how rich people get rich. All right. Quick side note: the people who have wealthy money are very uh, money from generation old money. A very small percentage of our uh, of the world today. Very small percentage. But he says that if a woman is planning to cook an apple pie for dinner tonight, right, she mm-hmm. is going to think about what she needs to prepare this apple pie. And if she realizes maybe she does not know how to go about preparing this apple pie, she is going to look up and research the ingredients to prepare this apple pie. If she does not have it in her house, she is going to go out and shop to get the things to put in this apple pie so that when she gets home, she can prepare this apple apple pie for her family. A person who is not going to make an apple pie for their family is not going to shop, go out and shop and buy things for that apple pie. They're not going to look up the recipe for that apple pie. Likewise, if you are not thinking about getting rich in your life, getting financially free, becoming a success, whatever your success, whatever your definition of success is. That's why I always say establish your own greatness. Whatever it is, what, it doesn't matter how big or how small or what anyone think about it, whatever your definition of success is, if you are not thinking about it, preparing to do it, and, and just thinking about it constantly and fervently, you are not going to end up in that position because by thinking about it, you realize, oh, I need to take this step oh, I need to do A, B, and C, or I need to do this. And so you are mentally preparing yourself, which then makes you take the necessary actions to get there. If you're not thinking about an apple pie tonight, you're not going to do what you need to do to have that apple pie. And I thought that was a great illustration, just simply put, really and truly. And, and furthermore, like we, we like to talk about, oh, I was born on the wrong side of the tra- railroad tracks, and, and I get that because I come from those same exact circumstances. However, we have got to take responsibility for our own action. Your life will become the result of decisions you make. I'll say that again. Your life will become the result of decisions you make, point blank, period. I don't care what you try to say about it. That's just, that's just the, the simple case. And, and there's a great quote that I love, and then I'm going to stop because I'm on a rant, by George Bernard. Yeah, but, but, uh, I, have, says, I have a question when you're, when you're, when you're finished. Okay, Go all ahead. right. This quote that I love he says that people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. Mm-hmm. People who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances that they and want. Create and if they cannot find them, right. they make them. End of story. So the people that so, 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 so the people that say, well, I've done all that I can do. I've been trying and trying, and the wind just ain't blowing my way. And, and I mean, you know what? And they, and, they, and, they say, and they say, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm in the church, you know. I'm doing this. I'm 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 doing everything right. I ain't never done nobody wrong. Never done nobody wrong. Why am I not successful? Do because you think? Because they they're they're gonna say no. I don't think about being poor. And, you but know, and you don't have but, to. But are you thinking about being rich? Are you living a life that you would live? 
and, and again, riches, richness is not necessarily, I'm not talking about necessarily money per se. I mean, that may be an aspect, but I'm talking about richness in your life, happiness, love, you know, just great things in your life. I don't believe, and see, Robert, this is the thing about me. People think I'm crazy. I don't believe in bad days. <laughs> the last bad day I had was in 2008 when my grandmother passed away and I was over in India. Ever since that day, I decided I was never going to have another bad day. I have not had a bad day since 2008. I've made a decision not to have a bad day. Do I have a moment in in a day that may get me down? Yes, but to let that moment overtake my entire life, overtake my entire day, absolutely not. Success is difficult, but what you have to realize is you have to strengthen your mind. And so whether you have to meditate, pray, just just think about the, the good things you, you want in your life. Go for on whatever it is. Get away from negative people. Sometimes we don't realize that the people around us are just bringing us down. It's negative energy, negative vibration, and that stuff is real. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think it has a lot to do. Um, it's, it's a very thin line between uh, what you think and what you say. A lot of people, they undervalue, and, I, and this is probably something I should have put in the title because we cannot talk about poor thinking without talking about poor speaking. And a lot of times people uh, speak poor things, and they don't realize that they're thinking poor subconsciously. You know, they'll say right. things like, "Oh my God, this is this is this is such a bad day. This is such I'm having such a hard time. Uh, things just aren't going my way." And people don't realize that I don't care if you're religious or not religious. It's just the law of the universe. If you sit around here and you talk negative, I guarantee you, negative things are are going to begin to happen to you. At an enormous rate. I mean, things are just not going to go your way. And I, right. and I, I totally, I totally, you know, agree with you, Sasha. And I think that we, as people, we really, really need to um, realize that what we think and what we say is so important because ninety percent of the times we say what we're really thinking. Right. And and, and what you have to you do know, is you have to guard your mind. What it comes down to, because you, we all have these these thoughts that come into our mind that are not so positive. But when you realize that you're having that type of a thought, you have to guard your mind like you're protecting something that is yours, and you have to make yourself stop. You know, it's like you're, you're training yourself to think good, to think positive, to think about the great things that can and will happen in your life. But if you just if you don't recognize what's going on and you don't guard your thoughts and you're not protective over them because because you're going to become whatever you think about. That's just, that's like a law. You can't, you can't change that. You're going to become whatever you think about. So you need to really guard the things that are living in your head and in your mind. You have a mess of mind who's like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about that. Oh, I was just thinking about that and so-and-so called or something happened. It's because you've attracted this to your life based on your thoughts. Thank you very, very much for your call. And just uh, to feed off what she was saying, you know, um, you attract What's, what's, what's ever in your mind? Like, I, it it doesn't matter how you look at it. If you look for something, you're going to find it. And I really didn't I really didn't turn this into, like, a religious show or not, but even the Bible tells you, you know, seek and you shall find. It didn't say whether it was bad or good. It just said seek. You're going to find it. It said ask. You're going to receive it. I mean, anything you seek, anything you look for, I guarantee you you're going to find it. Whether that be success, whether that be failure, and a lot of people are – seeking failure subconsciously and don't even realize it. That's why it's so careful on the things that you say. You have to really consciously meditate on staying positive because something that I've learned being a human being, (laughs) not that I've ever been anything else, is that what we say 
really, really, really matters. And it affects us in a tremendous, tremendous way. And we, we, we try to act like, we try to go through life like Lolly I'm just, you know, I'm just here hanging out. I'm hanging out here in life. And like uh, Les Brown said, he said, uh, you know, if you go through life casually, you end up a casualty. And that's one of the one of my biggest quotes that I tell people. You know, you go through life casually, you're going to be a casualty. Don't think for a minute. The moment that you stop fighting to think positive, negative thoughts are going to take over because it is so easy to think negative. It is easier to think negative than to think positive. For instance, if you if you came and pushed me, easy for me to get mad versus saying, you know what, I'm just turning the other cheek. You know what, it's all good, Ms. Wiggins. You know, that's what the Bible would tell you to do, right? Mm. But it would be it would be so hard for me to say, you know, to just take it. It's easy for me to be like, yo, we 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 about to rumble. Why are you pushing me like that? Why did this chick push me? It's time to turn up. Turn down for what? <laughs> but um, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna I go to a commercial I... break. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish uh, that, and then we're gonna go to oh. break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. For me, I totally get what the caller was talking about, and I see what you're saying. But at the end of the day, I mean, thinking positive ain't going to pay your bill, okay? Just for you having a positive thought is not going to pay your bills today. Now, I'm not saying to not think positive and to not work toward a goal. You definitely want to make sure you never take your eye off of the prize. But when we say thinking poor mentality and being in a state, you know, if you didn't come from the best background, would you say your parents had a poor mentality because you didn't well, come you know from what? a good circumstance? So it's well, just you know what? Maybe, it's one maybe, of those things. They, they did, did the best they could. And and, and, and in her defense, I mean, a lot of people are poor because they're thinking – if you look at somebody on Myrtle Avenue sitting down drinking a 40 or not 40 but a 32 ounce because that's what they sell in Florida – a 32 ounce, you're not going to tell me that his thought process is not negative. It's, it's, it's so the person, who, the person who, didn't, who got pregnant in high school, the person who decided that they were going to make sure that they got a GED or finished and got a high school diploma or from somewhere, because that's all they have and they don't have a college degree, but they do want to move further in their life, have a poor mindset because, they don't have that the the tools to attract, you know. Absolutely, I guess absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, no, what that's, happened? That's what's coming in, off in this no, conversation. No, no, in, in so a situation like clear. that, they that person that have had the kid or got the GED at some point, maybe they they had a uh, the wrong mindset. Now, I don't. Also, I don't want people to listen to the show tonight, and we we have, we have to go to break after this. I don't want people to think that you know well. If I had a bad mindset at one time, I'm stuck with it. No, you can change your mindset. You you can definitely change your mindset. But we'll be right back after this. Mm 
I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and and a lot lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM afternoon show for Laser Loft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laser Loft, 4372 Southside Boulevard, or give them a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. Facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is C.L. Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is their number one priority. For more information on C.L. Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904 904- And we are back, and we're going to go right back to the phone calls. Remember, guys, the number is 646-595-2490, And remember, we are talking the art of thinking poor and how now before you take uh-huh, before you take next call I do have a I do have a funny to break the tension in this conversation. You know mm-hmm. you know I have a crazy best friend so while I'm while we're on this conversation she's listening and she was she com- she commented and said um why is he picking on the bum drinking his beer? Maybe he's positive. He's content he has his beer <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, I had to well, share that with you. I'll, 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 I, you know what? I'll, I'll say this: <laughs> if you keep sitting on that corner drinking that beer, God be my helper. I want to check back with you in five, three to five years, and see what progress you've made in life. If that's all you're doing, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all no, right. he's content. He has his beer. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I had to let you know that. Right back to the phone line. Okay, Carla, you on the air. What's your name and where are you from? I'm Carla from Jacksonville. And my name How is B. I'm doing great. How, How are you, you tonight? Good, yeah. good, good. I'm, I'm calling because, you know, I just want to say um, I believe that uh, people can be strong. I, I believe that they can come out of anything, you know, negative, any kind of uh, negative impact. But then I heard you um using a few quotes from the Bible as well. And, you know, and it also let us know that the poor you have with you always. So some people just going to be poor because they won't do anything. They won't get up and do anything. Chance happens to everyone. There is a chance for everyone to do something with their life. If they feed on negativity, if they're feeding on doubt, 
then this is what they're going to have. They're not going to be prosperous. You know, they're always going to be depressed. They're always going to be oppressed because they're not doing anything. They're, they're, they're eating the bread of sorrow, I would call it, instead of, you know, trying to get out, instead of trying to pick themselves up and trying to find success. Nothing comes easy, but if you want it, you can have it. You have to fight for it, you know, and just like you were saying, you know, earlier about the mind, I mean, the mind is powerful. Either you can let it control you or you can just do nothing with it and just be a a vagabond in the world, just going from (laughs) here to there and not doing anything. I mean, it's sad. It's sad to see, but there is no excuse. I mean, if you want something, it's there. All you have to do is reach out and grab it. You know, take the chance. You have to take chance. Chance is there. And some people are, they are afraid of it. You know, granted, you know, everybody comes from a different walk of life. This is true. But at the same time, you have to search within yourself. Search within yourself. And if you desire to be, just say, for instance, someone might want to be a cosmetologist. They may have that trait within themselves. You can't wait for somebody else to encourage you. Sometimes you've got to encourage your own self and go ahead on with it, even if it means you have to change friends. You know, maybe the friends that you're hanging with, maybe they don't want anything. So you might just have to, you know, just change friends and do it, do whatever it takes for yourself. That's what I'm thinking. And and and, and I and I agree. And, and just to feed off of that, um, I heard a speech that was given by Les Brown, and something that he said. He said sometimes, you know, a lot of times on this journey to a positive mind, you have to get rid of the losers in your life. <laughs> and right, sometimes those right. losers. Are 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 your friends? Um, sometimes those losers are family members. You have to get the True. losers out of your life in, in order to be successful. And, and then and to feed off, uh, Lacey, what you said earlier, you know, saying it, you, you you just can't have a positive mind and be successful. I agree with you. It's kind of like faith without works is dead. But I truly believe that if you have a positive mind and you think positive and you keep hearing and hearing positive things, that a positive mind will drive you to grab your bootstrap and take you to the next level. I don't believe that with a with a negative uh, uh, mindset that you can just uh, – that, that noise is like just throwing me all off. <laughs> no, what, what I was referring to is, are the professional dreamers. There are some people who are professional okay. dreamers, and that's what I'm referring to. They're they positive, but they're professional dreamers. They're not actually actively working toward a goal. They're not actually right, actively right, right, working but, for today and the future. So that's what I'm referring to are those professional dreamers. You do have but, to but, actually but, you know, do it, something it, today to get somewhere tomorrow. And, and, you, and you, have, you, have, you have to set goals for yourself in order to be successful. And, you know, it's back to my list. You know, that was number one on the list. So, you know, a, a, broke, a broke person, that's, that's all they do is dream. You know, once again, that's back to faith without works. You know, dream, 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 dream. And a, a wealthy person uh, – sets goals. You know, if if you have goals, you have no choice but to be successful if you're because if you're saying, okay, um I want to have a a hairdresser. I want to have a hair salon or whatever. You want to be a, you want to become a hairdresser. Use her example as a cosmetologist. I have a goal. In order for me to become have that goal, that I know I have to be licensed, right? 
So mm-hmm. my goal is to be licensed within a six-month period of have my cosmetology license. Okay, that six-month period, I have my cosmetology license. Okay, I'm going to work in a shop for a year or two. After I leave, the, after I work in the shop a year or two, I'm going to save this amount of money. Then I'm going to open my own shop. I just refuse to believe that if you set goals and, and you stay positive that you will not succeed in that area. However, you can dream um, like the guy drinking the beer. <laughs> <laughs> and sit there and say, you know, man, one day I, I would really like if I had a barbershop. But in the meantime, let me run over to the corner state, corner store and get me a Colt 45. But I, I really do. I really do believe that if I put my mind to it, I could do this, man. You know, then you get drunk, you feel good about it for wow. that moment. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. I could, yeah, I'm going to do it. And you go yeah. to sleep all, all, you know, the next day, <laughs> you know, you're drinking again. But see, that, but that's the difference between the, the dream and, and, right. and the goal. So that, I, I do believe. That is believe, definitely the Well, I, I, do, I do believe that if you if you start thinking positive, you will be successful. If you think positive and follow those positive uh, thoughts that. and those positive thoughts. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, all I'm all I'm really concerned about with the listing was about when when you made the statement of someone getting a better job and someone opening a business. I you got to have some money to open up a business. You it, do. Well, it, it, all, it, it all depends. You know, we we'll we'll get, we'll get we'll get into that later because spicy. But um, I, I think we have a. It, I, I mean, mean it doesn't caller. depend. You got to have some kind of money. Period. I mean, uh, if you're you just gonna depend on somebody investing in your barber shop, then you're gonna have a problem. Hello, calling on air. That's what led to the Calling back, <laughs> Sasha. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I have to call because can you hear me okay? <laughs> you hear on the air. <laughs> I just want to say that there is overwhelming evidence that positive thinking leads to a fruitful life of success and happiness. Overwhelming evidence. You can ask any successful person in this world, and again, by success, I mean your personal definition of success. So if having a house out in the suburbs with with your husband and your kids making $90,000 a year is your definition of success and happiness, that is absolutely fine. We are not knocking that. But there is overwhelming evidence that positive thinking leads to success. So, and I understand that faith is our work is dead. Like, you have to work. But it's like, it's almost as if, and I'm careful to say this, but it's almost as if um, thinking positive is a prerequisite to action. Like, you don't think about what you want to do. You know you need to put your mind to it. You keep thinking. You develop yourself. There's personal development going on. And you're going to start taking actions to get to that point. You aren't going to say, right. oh, I want, right. to, I, I want to go, I want to do this, and, and just never put a, a foot forward because you're going to start researching, well, what do I need to do to actually do this? Now, this is if you really want to do it. There's a difference between saying, just saying it for kicks and giggles and, and having a deep, burning desire for it, you know? And, and understanding that you have you have to give something for it, so it's that that's it's critical. Like if you can line any successful person up in this world and ask them, what is your spin on on the mind and how thinking, the power of thought, and they're going to tell you that that is critical. That is the most important thing. Like your mind, you are guided by your mind. It's there's there's no again there's overwhelming evidence. So to for anyone to to think to think that that is 
um, if that is not true, then you ask them to show you their bank statements, or you ask them, well, what is their definition of success? And you ask, and you tell them to show you, show them, show you that in their life. And I guarantee you, more than likely, they will not have it because they have a negative mindset about it. Simply yeah, you, I, I I agree with you. It, it definitely it definitely has to be uh, a mindset. And, and while, while while we're here, I just want to um, quote something um, that Jim Rome is, you can see uh, he's one of my favorite speakers, and he has something called um, the four um, keys to success. And, and, and the first key was a few simple disciplines practiced every day will change your life. It will change everything about you. And, of course, that few discipline, when he broke it down, he was talking about the mindset in each of the four, he talked about the mind. You know, number two was personal development, you know, thinking right. Thinking, you know, getting up in the morning and maybe meditating or praying is still a mental thing. And the next thing was setting goals. Once again, that setting goals, it's, it's, it's a mental thing because you, you have to think about it constantly. That's what motivates you. And last but not least, you know, you, of course, you get the financial freedom through your philosophy, you know, and, and that, that philosophy goes back to the philosophy that I said, poor people spend and save, wealthy people save then then spend. It's just well, it's, it's, it's a it's the, a mindset. The only thing that I, I still have an issue with is that we still keep going back to financial. If we are talking about and then, you know, of course it's a mindset. You have to set you have to say, I wanna do this and go out and do it. You do have to do that. It's not about thinking alone. That's what needs to be clear. But then we keep talking about the bank statements, finances, and stuff like that. If that person's definition of success is to own a mom-and-pop grocery store, then that's their definition of success. They may not have thousands of dollars in the bank, but they reach their goal. But we okay, that's fine. And I believe if I recall correctly, I said show them make them show your bank statement or whatever it is, whatever their definition of success is, make them show you that. Because if somebody is thinking that, oh, that's not the case, then they're not going to have that to show you. If they are running if they are successfully running a mom and pop, then they are running it because they have they had the thought, they thought positive about it, they took the necessary actions and they got there. You are not going to successfully run any business. I don't care if it's a family, a church, whatever it is, with a negative mindset. Bottom line, and, and this is this is a consistent. But it's more than a mindset. It definitely is more than a mindset. Argument here. The argument is not that it's only a mindset. The argument is that the mindset is the premise. It is the foundation upon which you build everything else. My my, my argument is that it, 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 it has to first be a mindset. Like nothing, right. nothing comes. Uh, so that goes back to, to the biblical sense for for those who are are Christian. And like I, 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 this is the first show that I had to quote so many scriptures. But you know, the Bible says there must first, 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 first be a willing mind. It, you, it, it, it don't matter what you go to do. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna say, like to use the example about the apple pie, if I wanna build a sofa, I must first think this out. I can't just. Just there's a sofa. No, I had to think it. Everything we see was a thought. Airplanes, cars, uh, auto, you know, gasoline, skyscrapers, steel. These were all thoughts that that materialized. So I think, yeah, it takes more than thought, but it starts first with the thought. If it starts first with the mindset, and every single millionaire that I've met personally or heard 
via YouTube or whatever. There we go with the money again. So, but no, I mean, no, no, no. No, but listen, no, but every conversation ends up with a millionaire or this or that. Everybody's dream is to not be a millionaire. If we're going to talk about success, we need to think about what somebody's definition of success and for them actually being happy. Can you have a conversation or make a statement without making money the issue? Well, money, my, my, is my, the the whole, money is the only issue here, but you can't discredit that. I mean, that is a definition of success. If you there are a lot of marriage, millionaires who are unhappy. There's millionaires who kill themselves every day. Because you have thought about having a happy marriage and because you have taken the necessary actions to have a happy marriage. You have a healthy lifestyle because you have thought about it and you have taken the necessary actions and you have planned and you've acted upon it, but it still starts with a thought. Bottom line. There are millionaires who kill themselves. But, I mean... They're happy because they got money. <laughs> no, and money does not equate happiness. That's not what we're saying here. That's, 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 not, that's definitely visible. not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just being devil's advocate for the listeners who have not gotten through the line. And I'm just saying <laughs> no, in general that you have, to, you have to put that out there. You have to at least consider that as a thought. If we just keep having this conversation about, I mean, I'm an ambitious person, and I'm not just saying this because I'm just some lazy person who's just okay with the where they are. You should never be okay with where you are in your life. You should always be striving to do better or to do more. You, If you are competitive, you will have a goal that you want to reach. But at the end of the day, there's somebody listening who may not be close to reaching the things that we're talking about, about a millionaire, about this. They, their dream well, in life well, may me, just be to get a me, high school diploma that they haven't gotten. And so we need to encourage them. I'm, so I'm, well, I'm about to encourage them right now. The only reason why I use, I use the millionaire as a reference point at the, at the top of the pinnacle. Now, you can drop it down lower. You can say, you know what? You can make it to college. Nobody in your family made it to college. I made it to college. And people, you know, and so so they can so they can see at that pinnacle. I, I just try to go to the highest level to say, hey, you can be you can be a millionaire. You can be a, be a billionaire. My my point is, don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. I mean, reach reach for the moon. Like reach reach as far as you can. Don't don't say, well, yeah, you keep talking about millions, and I'm I'm not trying to be a millionaire. Well, well, good for you. But you still want to be successful. You don't want to be poor. That's just an example. Even Jesus used uh, examples. He used the, the parable with the, the rich guy in hell. You might say, well, I don't want to go to hell. Well, okay, well, that example ain't for you. It's, a, it's an example in general, though. It's, it's, here is what I'm saying you can be, and here is where you will be if you think this way. So if you think on this end, on end of the spectrum you're going to be poor, if you think on this end you can be whatever you want to be, whether that be a millionaire or whether you want to own a mom-and-pop shop, and that is still considered wealth. But um, hey, th- thank you very much. We're going to uh, move uh, to the to, to the next uh, call. But uh, that was my point. Go ahead, caller. You are on the air. What's your name and where are you coming from? Hi, I'm Chantel. I'm coming from Jacksonville. Hello, Chantel. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I could tell this is a very touchy subject for you, Robert, obviously, but... I, I just had to call and put my input because you and the young lady that keeps calling. Um, but obviously it's very touchy, and I fully understand. But coming from listening to it, you know, and I do hear the money being thrown around a lot. And initially, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's not about at the end of the day how much money you have to spend. You have people that have money that they threw basically into a, 
a bottomless pit, and they have nothing to show for it. You have people who, I mean, I know it's a positive thought process. I think positive every day, okay, I'm getting up. I thank God for my job. I keep going. I'm thinking what I'm going to do for my son. But at the end of the day, I can't just sit there and go, you know, I have $10,000 in my bank account. I ain't going to work because I'm positive. It's $10,000. No, 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 it's just we are, we only we only have, have sixty to... seconds left. I'm sorry. I said we only have we have sixty se- sixty seconds left. But I, I understand what you're saying. But that that wasn't the point. The point was the positive thing. The way you think, you can think poor and be poor. You can think wealthy and become wealthy. Where where you end up in life is a direct reflection on your thought process. That, that, but that, it also that depends the, on your the, definition the, of poor because what I'm getting is money makes you – what makes you poor. My grandmother's not rich. No, 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 no. what no, makes her no. rich we, is we, her we values. Said the fact that. that she, she has and, and I agree her values you. and things. And, you know, you can't uh, put a measure on what's really – you can't put a measure on wealth. You can put a measure on rich, but you can't put a measure on wealth because you have some people that want to be fronters. They can be fronting all day. Okay, I see you You talk a good game, you, you're intelligent, and you may try to brainwash someone into thinking, oh, you have this, when you really don't have two pennies we, to scrub together. But the stop process is positive. Thank you, thank you, thank you very, very, very much for the phone call. Tuesday, Tuesday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.